Welcome back to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Taxly. Taxly offers the first apprenticeship program for careers in tax law and consulting. So for those who thought the CPA was the only way to a prestigious tax career, let Taxly show you the importance of becoming an enrolled agent. Visit Taxly.com to learn more. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former Bearcat basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the Hall of Fame coach, Bob Huggins. And I'm Neil Meyer with the Front Office News. J.T. Smith, Editor-in-Chief of the Front Office News. All right, fellas, let's jump right into it and recap the Miami of Ohio game. The Bearcats defeated Miami of Ohio 103-76 to on Wednesday night at Fifth Third Arena. J.T., thoughts on the Bearcats' performance? Man, it was what they needed, man. They needed – they came in there uh, early and, and – Dominated, man. Dominated. That's what they're supposed to do, man. You lose to your rival and another in-state um, team comes in, you dominate them, smack them in the mouth. And that's what they did. So I was proud to see what they did on on, on Wednesday, man. It, it made me proud as a uh, as a Bearcat supporter and a person that's in the media. Love it. So, uh, Neil, JT mentioned we dominated. And we dominated from beginning to end. Were there any areas that watching this game that you think we can improve on? Um, I thought overall it was a solid performance, but you could kind of see like they got a little bit into their uh, laziness there in the second half. I mean, obviously they could have probably put it away 40 to 50. You just got to stay complacent on defense with that big lead. Now something kind of uh, Wes Miller said post game was he wasn't uh, he was happy with it, how the defense was but he wasn't happy at times so I think overall like you stay complacent you stay locked in I mean if they play like that every night that team's going to be hard to stop and I think if you really can get that defense locked in can't give up those easy layups and buckets in transition but once they get locked in I think they'll be key to be dominant here throughout the final stretches conference play gets underway yeah and as I mentioned last podcast I talked about this group together 40 minutes in a game and I thought we did a pretty good job of that if you noticed at one point during the second half Wes Miller was pretty animated and he was really pushing you know these guys to keep going and, and finish strong and don't let up and I think these types of performances they carry over to the next game and if I think we can play well against LaSalle and we'll talk about that shortly and we can put away LaSalle, then put away Detroit Mercy uh, next Wednesday, I believe. Um, I think this team is in a good position heading into the conference opener against Tulane. So I'm very excited about the direction of this team. If you look at how they finished second half versus Xavier and then how they played versus Miami of Ohio, I like the direction of this team. I um, mean, it was really good uh, to see Eric Hicks in the building, <clears throat> one of our greats. Um, I did a podcast with him before at Mio's. I'm going to tell you what, Bearcat fans absolutely love Eric Hicks, man. It was it was packed in there, and uh, fans were just showing uh, uh, Eric so much love. And, and, and Eric said something to me. He called me uh, the next day, and he said, man, he drove up from North Carolina. He said, man, so much love from Bearcat fans and the staff, man. And he was, he was just in heaven. So that, that was great to see. Um, you're listening to the Bearcats Football Talk podcast presented by Taxley. Now, tonight, the Bearcats take on LaSalle, or should I say today, at 2 p.m. 
at Fifth Third Arena. And we want to remind all the Bearcat fans out there to visit Mio's Pizzeria 2634 Short Vine before and after all Bearcat football and basketball games. Get there early because the place is packed on Bearcat game days. Thanks to Kelly and Richard Mio's for the support of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. Now let's jump into the Big O segment sponsored by Donahue Accounting Services. In this segment, we cover players to watch and key matchups. The pressure right now is on JT Smith. He has been on fire here. So let's see if it continues. JT, who from the Bearcats needs to play well and why? Oh, man. It's just uh, like Landers did me well, man. So, like, I'm, I feel at peace at this, even if I mess up on this. But I'm going to go with um, – I'm not going. I'm gonna change it up, man. I think the next person is Jeremiah Davenport, and we're all tough on Jeremiah. Um, but I feel like he had a very good game against uh, Miami of Ohio. He didn't try to do too much, and I think like sometimes less he has ability to break out. But if he fits in his role, when he can just be the spark, the energy. He's very good. I think he did a very good job against Miami. Um, I think he's the key guy just to see him have another solid game where he doesn't shoot a lot. He doesn't have to shoot a lot. Um, He had nine points on five attempts. That's very efficient. And I feel like if he can do something like that and then our big three do what they've done, have a big three game, uh, I think that's going to bode well going into the conference. So I think J.D. just has to understand he can be – the other guy and just make the right play. And I think that's what he did against Miami. And I feel like if he does that against, I, I want to see him do that against LaSalle. So that's, that's the big thing for me. That's the person I'm watching. Now, JT, your predictions have been spot on and very good. And I think it will be very refreshing for the Bearcat fan base to see Jeremiah Davenport play well. So we all hope you're right. Now LaSalle is five and five, but I don't think, they're a cupcake team walking into Fifth Third Arena. Neil, what do we need to do in terms of um, from the fans and us watching? LaSalle, who are the players we need to watch out for? So LaSalle's uh, pretty guard heavy, as everybody knows. Uh, they're kind of a younger team. They have a good group of seniors as well, but they're basically led by they are uh, their younger class. They're one of those teams who also plays five guys and can just throw a few guys in off the bench. They don't go deep into their bench, but they are uh, very guard heavy and they like to get downhill and attack. They also can shoot the three ball, but that's just about every team in college basketball. I feel like now, but if you defend the perimeter, like they did versus Miami as Miami's a very good uh, three point shooting team. And you take that away and you can really shut down their three leading scores, which are sophomore guard Khalil Brantley who's averaging 13 points a game, but he has missed some time. He's only played in eight of the team's uh, 10 matchups, but he averages, uh, he's averaging like 40% from the field. So it's kind of their leading scorer. And then you have got uh, guard Josh Nickelberry, who's averaging 12 points a game, but he's only shooting 32% of the field. So he's not shooting the ball his best. Obviously, you can get that number up, but he's still averaging 12 points a game. And then you have another guard, Anwar Gill, who is – averaging almost 10 points but the key for this one is the height advantage as the Bearcats have the height advantage whether it's guys like Jared Hensley Jeremiah Davenport even throwing in that mix obviously Vic's going to be the key play there with Odia Guama but 
the Bearcats have the height advantage here in this one. So if they can really take advantage of the height advantage and dominate the paint, it should be an easy day. Not too many tough names for you to say there, uh, Neil. Uh, what was the one kid's name? Nickelberry? Yeah, Nickelberry. <laughs> That's an interesting Nickelback. one. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback, Nickelberry. Uh, what was the other guy's name? <laughs> what was the other guy's first name? Ari, Ari say it again. Anwar. That ain't that bad. What is it? Anwar. Anwar. That's not too bad. Yeah, you've you've bad. had some names though. Yeah, for sure. You've had several names that yeah, you stayed up all night <laughs> practicing those, but <laughs> for sure. The big O segment is sponsored by Donahue Accounting Services. Uh Neil, real, real quick, back to you. Uh defensively, what's LaSalle gonna do? They're gonna be guard heavy. Obviously, they're gonna try to play off the dribble because they obviously they're not gonna go inside and try to attack early uh, due to the height advantage. I mean, they might try to get Vic in foul trouble early, which, I mean, it wouldn't be a surprise. Seeing how teams have attacked us in the past, I mean, Miami tried it. We saw it the other night. I mean, Miami's point guard was only five foot nine, But you think more of it, they're going to try to play you off the dribble and beat you on the perimeter. So if they can guard the perimeter like they did versus Miami, I think they're fine. But that's the kind of team LaSalle is. They're guard heavy. They're going to try to get to the perimeter and get uh, get hot from behind the arc. Okay, you missed me, Neil. I said, "What are we? What are they going to do defensively?" Defensively, they're going to lock. They're going to try to play man to man. They're not going to try to let anything go. It's going to be a okay. man to man defense. There, there we go. So they're 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 man to man the entire game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good because I don't want to see any more junk uh, zones against <laughs> us like they think at you because that didn't bode well. JT. Yeah, that two three two three zone got us. Yeah, that messed up every, all the predictions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were we were way off on that. So no more no more junk zones. Yeah, Lido, Lido at home, please. All coaches. Sure. The big O segment is sponsored by Donahue Accounting Services for friendly expert tax advice whenever you need it. Come to Donahue Accounting Services. A leading accounting firm in Cincinnati, Ohio. Our top-notch accountants strive to help you resolve all your financial and tax issues. Call Donahue Accounting Services today for a free consultation at 513-528-3982 or visit DonahueAccountingService.com. You're listening to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Taxley. Now we're going to get into the Kenyon segment sponsored by Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota. This is where we cover the keys to the game. JT, what do the Bearcats need to do to win? Take the ball. Sounds generic, but just protect the ball, man, and shoot good shots. I feel like they can do what they did against Miami. They'll be fine against um, – I'm about to say LSU. I don't know what's wrong with me. But against LaSalle, I'm tripping. But uh, yeah, I hope we don't fine. play LSU. Nah, not, not tomorrow. But uh, – I mean, not tonight. <laughs> but uh, Or this afternoon, actually. I'm tripping. But, uh, yeah, man, protect the ball, get good shots, and just play at a good pace, man. I feel like they played at a great pace pretty much all night against Miami of Ohio. They could do that against LaSalle. That'd be great. Two good full games in a row. You had a half a good game against uh, Xavier. Had a full good game. Well, about, what, 35 minutes, 38 minutes? You know, they had some lackadaisical moments because, of, you know, they were blowing them out. So that, it's hard. But at the same time, you have a full game, another full game. That bowls well going into the conference. And that's what Bearcat fans want to see. You know, JT, I think you said a good word now was playing with pace. And I think one of the things that I see – 
Um, you know, sometimes, and I understand what Wes is doing. Sometimes some guys play um, a lot of minutes and yeah. heavy minutes. And I think some guys get fatigued. Yeah. That fatigue leads to bad shots. You know, your, your basketball IQ goes down a little bit when your body, you know, starts to break down. But with that Miami of Ohio game, I attribute this, you know, their, their pace. And I think them playing well to, you know, other guys getting a lot of good minutes um, yeah. and, and guys for the most part played well. You know, you look at like Odie played 21 minutes, Skillings at 22 minutes, Josh Reed at 20 minutes. So you have other guys who played some good, good minutes and that yeah. keeps fresh. And I, and I understand from a coaching standpoint and then the fans see this, you know, you want your guys to get into a rhythm and sometimes they need to play a little more heavy minutes to get that rhythm. But I thought, the time was distributed very well and, you know, kept the guys fresh. For sure. I like that too. Yeah. And then like we said, even earlier in the pod before we said, you want to see Skillings and Reed get as much time as possible in a, day, a game like uh, against Miami, Ohio is perfect. It's what you want to see because they're going to do nothing but be the future of this program and, you know, help this team get to the heights they want to get. They want to win 20 games. Like we kind of predicted early in the season those two guys are going to have to be key contributors, especially with the injuries that they've received already this year. Yeah. And, and Neil, um, I, and I said this before, I don't think LaSalle's going to come in as, as just a cupcake team. I mean, we're going to have to play some good basketball. But for the Bearcat fans that are going to be there that think we're going to win by like, you know, 20 or 30, which I hope's the case, what do the Bearcats need to do to win that big? Get the ball inside early to Vic and Odie. I think if they can establish their presence inside early, I think it could be one of those big 20 to 30 point victories. I mean, we saw what Vic did the other night versus Miami. Six to seven from the field, 14 points, really dominated Anderson, uh, Mary Embix. But overall, I think they have to start with the ball inside, whether that is Vic, that is Odie. Odie provided some great minutes the other night. We've kind of seen his role increase here as of late. I thought Odie played very well versus Xavier along with Vic. So it all starts inside. If they can get the ball inside early, establish those two guys, it'll free up guys like David DeJulius and Landers Nolly to get them going. Yeah, you know what? And, and I want to touch back on something JT just said. Um, for this particular game versus LaSalle, I would love to see Skillings and Reed get a lot of minutes and play well. Um, and, and, and I think they need that confidence going into conference play. And, and just quite frankly, I think just overall for the program's sake, it, it would be great to see Skillings and Reed really playing at a high level moving forward. Um, that's just going to bode well. And also, I'm, I'm just really, really happy to see Odie um, playing better. Um, you know, he's such a really – I mean, he's a great kid. He works hard. He's so coachable. He adds that extra energy. And I think he could be that difference in conference play if he continues to play this well, that energy guy, that coming off the bench that the Bearcats need. The Kenyon segment, Keys to the Game, was sponsored by Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota. Come see fellow Bearcat Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota for all your Toyota needs, cars, trucks, and SUVs. Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota is ready to help you get into your new Toyota. You're listening to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Taxley, and it's time for our Twyman segment sponsored by 93 Ways to Mentor, and this is where we cover hot topics. Now, for this segment, we want to cover Bearcat uniforms, and we're going to start off 
with the Bearcats wearing the Cats throwback uniforms. Now, this is the second time that they've worn these uniforms. And I want to start with you. Third time. Was it the third time? Third time. They wore it twice last year. Yep, twice last year. Where was that? You missed it. You missed it. First UCF in Memphis last year. Yeah, yeah, Memphis. I know Memphis for sure. Because I got a picture like with uh, Landers for Memphis. Like it's crazy. Like I had used it when he transferred over. And he, they, we were wearing the cat from that game. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's crazy. I, yeah. I, I stand. I stand corrected. Um, the third time that the Bearcats oh. have worn the Cats uniform, JT. Let's start with you. Your thoughts on those throwback unis? I love them, man. They're fire. Like, I I love them a lot, man. I I, I like them. I like. I know they can't burn them out, but I, I like when those things pop up because they they are nice. They pop out. I, I wonder what's the alternative uh, colorway to those. Is, are they red and white for the OGs? That's why I, I think they're red yeah. and white. Yeah, yeah. You mean that they wore back in the seventies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the alternative red, yeah. like red with the white cats, the cats. I wouldn't mind Correct. seeing those. Those, yeah, those are definitely dope. Just to switch it those up, dope. I think it'll be sweet, especially if some stuff starts shaking. <laughs> yeah. I'm a- That'd I'll be leave crazy. that alone. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they had um. I, I don't know if they were warm up pants, but back then the cats uniforms had pinstripe pants. I think so too. With, I feel like I've seen that. Like it's like almost like how like Indiana kind of wears yeah. a little bit, right? Like those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but those were old school. Neil, your thoughts? As JT mentioned, I love them personally. Uh. You can't burn them out, though. I love when they do wear them. I love the advertisements, all the creative media aspects to bring back the history of the program. Everything they do, uh, social media-wise, they're doing a fantastic job there to really promote those throwback uniforms. Uh, We saw it last night with the creative and digital team do the throwback lineup on social media and whatnot. So those guys are doing a fantastic job. But those throwback uniforms, are absolutely fire, as JT mentioned. It's not just the jerseys as well. You've seen the hoodies, the t-shirts. Yeah, overall, the, desi- overall the design yeah. is super clean. Really like them. I'm a big fan of them. Glad we finally got the first win in them last night because we were 0-2 prior uh, when we wore those uniforms. So glad they got in the win column last night versus Miami. But overall, those uniforms are fire. Man, I, I, I'm glad we wanted them too because I, I didn't want them to turn into the white the white helmet. Uh, <laughs> um, what you call whatever that whatever that is. White you know what? Even that bad though, man. I'll, huh? I'll get into that. We won't don't go too long in that. But the white helmet isn't that bad. Don't, People just don't steal that yet. That. I won't. They run under that one. We're go, we're gonna come back to that now. Um, back in the day. Um, the Bearcats wore some uniforms. I'm not sure what, I'm not sure what year it was, but um, they had some uniforms back in the day. I, I really hope one day they'll they'll bring them back out. Um, I think it was from like I talked about the guy Lloyd Bats. It was from his era, and they've got uh, like Cincinnati's written in like a an arching form, but the the way they spell it, it's spread out, so it goes C I N. And then there's like a break and then C-I-N-N. Then there's a break and then there's A-T-I. It's kind of bizarre, mm. but I, I I think it's super, super cool, man. I I would – I don't think – I don't know if fans would love them, 
but they're but they're so very very different. I'll have to send you guys a picture of. Yeah, them. I want to see those. I want to see those. I I think uh, um, if you Google search, uh, actually, oh, okay. I know. Okay. Okay. Can you see them? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I can see them. Those are clean. Yeah, that, yeah, and that was from dope. the Lloyd Lloyd Bats there, and I I think I would I would love to see them do those. The shorts are clean, like mm. yeah, but but that that might occur sometime down the line hopefully hopefully the twyman segment is sponsored by 93 ways to mentor now we got to jump into football uniforms because one thing i love about football is before every football game they're now doing these like uniform combination you know like reveals i, I absolutely love that you know you got so many helmets you got jersey pants uh jt We'll start with you. What's your favorite Bearcat football uni combo? All right. So <laughs> I, I had to really think about this. Like, cause I almost went, I I'm not gonna steal the thunder on that one. So I'm gonna chill. But I do like the all red. The all red combo. Oh. Like the red helmet. The red helmet, red, red jersey, red pants. Like those are pretty fire. Like it's I think it's kind of like an underrated thing. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And mm -hmm. I was gonna go the other route just because, just to piss people off. But I, I really do like them. But like, I really, really don't have any bad combos. But that's like my one. I like, I like the red, man. The red, it pops, especially on the field, man. Because you could be home or away with that. Like, don't matter. You could just take over, take over the field with that. Yep, Neil. Yeah, I got a second with JT there. He kind of stole my idea. You oh, saw me give that that kind of look bad. and give him that look. But those all reds are are my favorite personally the red uniforms the red pants the red helmets they pop like they jt pop. mentioned they pop they man. and it's not just the red helmets it's the chrome red helmets yep. with the jerseys the chrome red helmets make it look it's phenomenal because don't they got a matte black don't they got a mad a matty red one too like yeah they got matted? a matted red yeah, one too yeah, but the, the chrome, chrome the chrome, chrome one, one the chrome was the one the chrome one the, the one, chrome ones right. look very well okay yep. but hate to say it, i me personally i like the white helmets you get the too. right jersey combos. The all whites are clean too. If you go all white, yep. the white helmet's not as bad as people think. And they win. But, they just don't, they don't play. I mean, they just play. The reason why everybody gets pissed is because they lost to Florida. But they were gonna lose to Florida if they were wearing freaking uh, camouflage <laughs> that that day. Like it was no not. It didn't, it didn't matter. You, if you look back at that team, even though the Bearcats had a lot of NFL players, look back at that team and tell me NFL players were on that Florida team. And you will understand. Brian Kelly wasn't going to save him. Maybe it wouldn't have been as bad if Brian didn't leave. But they were going to get their ass kicked. And I'm sorry to say that. And the Bearcats Nation has to know that. So all whites, it didn't matter. They weren't all black. They came in there with funeral gear. They were still going to get their ass kicked. It just was what it was. So my bad, Neil. Go ahead and do your thing. I mean, take over here. Nah, you're good. But <laughs> overall, as JT mentioned, I think you go with the red uniforms, red pants, and then the chrome red helmets. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty fire combo. You can't beat it. However, the black old school number helmets are also pretty good. Top helmet matchup for the old school. The helmets, the helmet game's not as bad as people think. Mm -hmm. They just hate the white helmets for no reason. True. No reason at all. Um, for me, so I'm gonna take a little bit of a different, uh, different approach. I, I, I tell you, there, there are two looks that are that are pretty standard that I like, like the all black top to bottom. I'm an all black. You know, I love all black, 
the black helmets, black jersey, uh, you know, black pant. I, I, I like that look. It just I feel like the old school Bearcat hoops team. You know, we come in and all black. So I like that. Um, I don't mind the stormtrooper look, the white helmets, white jersey, white. Sh- I, I don't I don't mind that at all. It looks kind of cool. But I would say the one one combo I really, really like is when they go with the white helmet, red jersey and white pant. I like that one. Um, it's diff- You know, it's a little different. I, I've always uh, always liked that one. So and the cool thing about football is like all the football teams have all these combos and obviously Oregon takes yeah, it to a whole yeah, level. Yeah. Like, next level. Nobody's next competing level. for Oregon, right? <clears throat> yeah. Nah. Keeping it I mean, funky, UCF has, I hate, because UCF are like enemies right now for real, so I hate to give them any props, but they have some pretty cool, I was knocking it for a minute, but that like space thing they did i'll start looking at it more i kind of liked it and i was hating on it on twitter i ain't gonna lie i was definitely hating on it that <laughs> shit was kind of fire yeah 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 but, all right my bad i got a, i got off sidetracked on that but but yeah oregon is definitely next level man i probably would, I would, if i was a kid i would get like if it was between like a if oregon was in my mix just because of their jerseys they probably would get me and then other stuff well, just so you know, um, back, I can't remember what year, year it was, but there was a study done. Um, Oregon was a very average football team, but once they started to go that route with all these uniform combos, uh, which Phil Knight was a big part of pumping money in, you know, obviously Nike being right there, um, it really changed the game for them. So they started getting all these cool uniforms and it really helped out with their recruiting. You know, kids gravitate <clears throat> towards that, you know, thank uh I'm sorry, not fans, but um, yeah, fans do. But but players, you know, they gravitate towards players they like. And yep. then whatever team they're on, those kids start to like that team. Perfect example is Steph Curry. Like you see Golden State jerseys all around Cincinnati. And there's just one reason and one reason only. And that's 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 Steph Curry. I'm sorry. Yep. At the end of the day. And the other other is just just swag. You know, yep. if a. Uh, you know, you I see kids all the time with Oregon duck stuff on. I'm like, you from Oregon? Your parents? Nope. Like just like the gear. And I was <laughs> like, I get it, you know. So um, but but I I I love and, and the crazy thing about football is like football's the most expensive sport, like in terms of like for a school. Cause you think about all the things they need. They've got to have cleats, pads, all this stuff. And basketball is such a you know, uh, less expensive sport for a university, but there's only like two to three uniform combos for basketball teams. I, I really wish that basketball teams would just have way more. I'm like, it's got to be in the budget if football's doing what they're doing. Yeah, cause you know you what I mean? Because you don't need as much for basketball. You, what, you 15, don't. 15 players. It's got to be easy. It's got to right. be it's that's gotta what, be because because for football, you gotta think about it. Not just the stars. Everybody that dresses, which I don't care if you don't play, you might just be dressing with no pads. You wear it. That's a hundred. You probably got a hundred to hundred and ten people. You gotta clothe. The basketball, it's only 15. 15. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, it should have like you should have six combos. You could be able to rip off. 
Because you remember back in the, like we don't wear the exactly. red, we don't wear the red gear like we used to. Remember the red gear? It used to be like the alternative joint, and we just turn it up to all red. It used to be fire. Fire. Yeah. I see yeah. I if I if I was the head coach, obviously you listen, you know, yeah. uh Wes is locked into oh, recruiting yeah. and 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 win stuff. Oh, he's but I mean he he's in He's in the he's in tune with gear and stuff, but if I'm a I'm a head coach of the college, I'm like, look, we've got to have throwbacks, we got to have multiple combos. Yeah, we we you know kids just love that, and people you got to think about when we were wearing our Jordan uh, uniforms, um, all the swag to that, how much attention you talk about. Kenny Satterfield talks about wanting to come to UC because of the Jordan stuff. Eric Hicks said it on my podcast the other night. He wanted that jump man on his jersey. For sure. James White. Think about that. James White. Like, he, he came here. He switched from Florida because of that. Like, that was, the, that was the main selling point. And then you got other people, even people that, like, I've been listening to, like, other pods. Um, I think Michael Finley. Was it Michael Finley that was talking about how he should have came here? Or was it uh, – what's my dude? Langford. The, uh, remember Langford that went to oh, Kansas? Yeah, yeah. He he wanted to come to Cincinnati because of the Jordan stuff. Yeah, because of the Jordan stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, you're right. You're right. He like, did. I... So like, he was that... like, man, he was like, I probably should have went there. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. like, I would be sorry looking at the gear. But that that is crazy. The effect that that swag, you know, has on recruiting. It holds, it holds a lot of weight, man. It holds a lot of weight. I'm telling you, it's it's part of the experience. Of, <laughs> you know, yeah. just like when you get your Jimmy GQ T-shirt, like it's part. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was hey, thinking... he gonna be wanting a Brock Purdy jersey after tonight. Oh, right, give me a Brock, give me a Brock T, man. Brock T. <laughs> no, I give me a Jimmy. Send that back. We're gonna get a Brock T. You know, you know what would be hilarious. Thirteen. Uh, what would be hilarious is if, like, next year John Cunningham comes out and says, uh, "We have a new apparel deal." And it's with uh, Master P. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, what is it called? The money yachty. Oh man, that was terrible. <laughs> hey, that'd be sad, man. Did I, you I, see I, the no? Hey, I love John. Did you see the no limit? The, no, which one? The. I said, could you imagine if Master P was our apparel partner? The uniforms, the no limit. I mean, it'd be like on there. I mean, oh. oh man! I mean, I love Master P, but the uniforms might be okay. No, they oh, wouldn't. I'm just talking <laughs> shit. But them shoes, people be busting, people be tearing ACLs left and right. The money, <laughs> not the money, yachties. You'd be like, oh, Nolly goes up for, oh my god, he's on the ground. In the next game, the next we had so many guys. That the next game would be like. And starting guards, CJ Anthony, <laughs> Chase Kirkwood. No, right. You'd be like, man, then you interview him. Yeah, like, you'd be like, I never thought I'd have an opportunity. Thank you, Money Yachties. <laughs> <laughs> the Twyman segment was sponsored by 93 Ways to Mentor. 93 Ways to Mentor is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that specializes in empowering youth in the greater Cincinnati area through mentoring, therapy, education, and financial support. To support, visit the website 93waystomentor.com or contact Derek Adams at 
1715. Fellas, this concludes another great podcast. Thanks to all of our sponsors, Tax Lee, Donahue Accounting Services, Greg Hood and Beachmont Toyota, and 93 Ways to Mentor. We want to remind all Bearcat fans out there to visit Mio's Pizzeria at 2634 before and after all Bearcat football basketball games. Get there early because the place is packed on Bearcat game days. Thanks to Kelly and Richard Meals for the support. The Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. We will be back on December 21st at 10 a.m. previewing the Detroit Mercy game. Now, JT, I, I did not – I apologize. I did not cover this last podcast. Who won our shootout bet? Who was the closest? Was it you? It, it was JT. He had 80 74. Dang, okay. I'm, so I'm pissed. I'm right. I'm pissed. I'm right about this, though. Like, this is the like one time I've, I'm right, and I don't even want to say I told you so. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I wish yeah. I was wrong. So, I wish you was right. So we owe you, we owe you dinner. Um, yeah. if, if you want, we, we can go to Mio's. All right. That's we, cool. We can go to Mio's. That's cool. Um, Make it work. Now I'll be back. I'll be back at Mio's January 11th from 7 to 8 p.m. before the ECU game, which is a 9 p.m. game. My guest will be the great Lenny Stokes. Man, Stokes. My God, you hit Lenny. Him up, man. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good dude. One of, one of our greats. So, sure. um, yeah, if you got time, come on out yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll, that, get you, we'll get you. We owe you. For sure. I might be able to yeah, pull that off because it's 9 o'clock. Even if my boy got a game that day, I should be able to make it happen. So, it'll be done by almost 7. So, that'll be straight. That'll definitely work out. Good deal. Well, yeah. Neil, we owe him. So, bring your money. We got we to pay up. Yeah, we do. We got to pay up. <laughs> yep. We will. The Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast is presented by Tax Lee. Tax Lee offers the first apprenticeship program for careers in tax law and consulting. So for those who thought the CPA was the only way to a prestigious tax career, let Tax Lee show you the importance of becoming an enrolled agent. Visit TaxLee.com to learn more. We want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. And go Bearcats. <laughs>